I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, everyone. Yes, indeed. Understand what living awake is. Woo, we've been doing this a long time, folks. Those of you that have been traveling with me for a while on the soul path. Uh, first of all, I want to thank you all that have been traveling with me on the soul path. And I really, really want to give a really big thank you for those that have gone to Spotify and Apple's pod- Apple Podcasts and have given a five stars uh, review with five stars. I really, really appreciate that appreciation. It means more than what you could ever know. I know it seems like a small thing, but it is so important. Um, Also, I want to extend an invite uh, to please subscribe and also get the notifications to Soul Insights and Tarot on YouTube. That's Soul Insights and Tarot on YouTube, as well as Awakenings with Michelle Mache podcast on YouTube. Uh, since I started this podcast, there was no other awakening. The only other awakenings there was uh, was awakenings the EDM uh, group, uh, which has been around, I guess, since the 80s. And they put on festivals and um, I can't think of it, not trance uh, music they're more known for, but they're definitely EDM, electric dance music, which I thought – when my goal, my guides told me call this podcast Awakenings with Michelle Mache, I thought that is not awakening, but awakenings because there's many of them. I thought that is pretty apropos as I do like EDM and a big dancer. So from back in the day and currently. So welcome everyone. Get your tea, your coffee, your chai, your water, your favorite beverage, your smoothie your whatever. I have my uh, cortado I just made. And I've been doing videos for Patreon. I've been doing readings. And I have been in the flow of consciousness. So I feel pretty darn good right now. And I hope you do as well. If you want to listen by phone or call in for a reading or to say hi, that number is 347-539-5122. That's 347-539-5122. And please press 1 on your keypad um, if you have a question or comment. We are going to be diving in talking about dreams, lucid dreaming to be exact, exact the mundo. And I got to tell you, I'm pretty excited also for um, 
this uh, Norma and Misha Burton to come on um, with Lucid Dreaming. Uh, I, for one thing, they sent me their uh, guidebook, an oracle deck, and it is, it's just amazing. It's fantastic. I've been using it in, personally and in, in some of my uh, YouTube readings. But also in their title, Lucid Dreaming, Lucid Living, Your Oracle Guide to Mastering the Dreamscape, I did a, I don't know if it was five-month-long uh, dream course. Um, I think it was 2021. Yeah, because I really didn't do any courses uh, last year. Meant to, but I just didn't have the time or mental energy focus. Uh, but I dreamscape. I did a dream interpretation, dream analysis, because I'm also trained in that. Uh, Sonoy and Jungian uh, modalities and some other courses that I've taken. But anyway, so I, when I and I love that. Anyway, I love dreaming. I love working with dreams. I love lucid dreaming, connecting through the astral plane. It is an art, it is a science, it is um, something that is natural to us, innate, something that we may have to remember how to do or use, but it is something I feel on the path that if you have any interest in it, can greatly enhance your soul path and your life in general. So, yeah, and we did a little bit of that, working with that state uh, through the astral, etheric and astral pain on this uh, workshop and healing session that I did last Saturday, which was pretty amazing. All right, um, again, 347-539-5122 is the number. Press 1 on your keypad. I think I'm going to get to callers right away and see what's clicking with um, everyone that's calling in, kind of see what the, the mood, the mode is. And I can tell you what's coming up is bold moves, as I've been describing it in my uh, Patreon. I've been giving a heads up of what's coming up in 2024 and beyond. 2024 and 2025. Pivotal time. Uh, a lot's going to be going on that is even more um, astonishing and awakening than 2020. So 2020 was a little bit of a appetizer. <laughs> Really, just an hors d'oeuvre. Just a couple of hors d'oeuvres, please, on the path to taste what the entree is. So we're getting ready to get into the entree, folks. 347-539-51 is the number. Press 1 on the keypad. Let's get to callers. Hi, you're on air. Hi, Michelle. Valerie, how are you? Uh, Valerie, I'm doing great. Yeah, how I thought you? this whole madness was going to be over by now, but I guess they're bringing oh, no. it back. Yeah, well, back and and part one, part two. There, there's there's much more that um, yeah will oh, be wow. going on. Yeah, a lot more. Well, we Best have a chance. To... To... Mm-hmm. Okay. Go ahead. Will you have a chance to? Well, go ahead. Will we have a chance to overcome this? What's happening or what? Mm. How does it What look? do you mean by overcome? I guess survive it is what yeah that's a good way to look at it um yes you know one of the things i was thinking about this today and i thought i wish i had been more organized because i went through so much of this in the earlier podcasts you know because we always highlight the guests 
but I was really downloading and giving a lot of information of what was going to be coming. And of course, it's also on Patreon. I'm keep having to keep it there because I got censored yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. But okay. Yeah, I understand. Sur- mm-hmm. Survive it. Well, I haven't gotten the problem is well, it's a problem, but we're wanting to expand to YouTube, so we're uploading these to YouTube. So I I can I been able to speak freely on Blog Talk Radio. Um, but once it gets uploaded to YouTube, anything contrary. Right. But let's talk in general terms right now, because yes, survive mm-hmm. it, yes. But there's going. I mean. Civil war, unrest, cultural war, um, more rev- government controls, that's going to be a biggie. Especially as Pluto, and I've always said, people listen to my podcast, I think I've been doing this since 2007, um, maybe even earlier. But I've been, I know I've been talking about the, the awakening since the late 90s, well, really 1995, the process, but the the name of the Great Awakening or whatever, all of that I think was given to me in late two, uh, early two thousand or two, maybe even two thousand five, my early my recollection. But um, when Pluto moves into Aquarius and it's going in back in there, it's going there uh, the twenty. I believe it's it's mid January. I think the twenty fourth. I've always said that is the time because Pluto rules people, individuals, and we've had Pluto and Capricorn which rules structure, organizations, especially governmental structures, hierarchical structures. We're at these critical degrees, and I, and I can tell you that those that are behind the government, whether red or blue, or I always say it, Tory, Labor Party, whatever the party, it doesn't matter. There's one group, one faction that is is all, you know, whatever, left or right, Democrat, Republican, wherever you're from, whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And eventually, I mean, there's just so much that's going to be happening. The, the way that we live and how is so greatly changing. This is why understanding your soul, your soul path, trusting your intuition, reading the song, all is so important. Because, and you can probably already see it, people are starting to move in certain directions. It's like separating the wheat from the shaft. Neither one is bad, but some people, there's a resonance to go in a certain direction and have a certain type of life. And those are the, you know, the more naturalists and then those that are more heavily baked into technology and, and willingly wanting to be tracked and, you know, and that's still going to happen, being, you know, tracked mm-hmm. and traced and, Right. But it is going to require people to live differently and, you know, to if you know your values or what you value and it's not necessarily on what is fleeting or is external or what is material-based. That's not to say don't like material things because I definitely do. Um, my moon and Taurus, I do. But I also, there's certain things if I have it or don't have it, it's okay. So, mm-hmm. again, in a way, it's going to be kind of a pay-to-play on different levels or by by your values. It, you know, certain things will be more important. Um, but, yeah, it is moving into a lot of control. Um, I can even tell you, like with electric cars, everything going electric, that there will come a time where the, a grid is shut down. So you may not be able to get in your electric car because – 
too many people mm-hmm. traveling or something going on in a certain neighborhood. So, right, because they maybe can't you, handle the grid as it is. Exactly. You got it, Valerie. Yeah, and they know that. And also, not everything can go electric, but they're really trying to push people into this mm-hmm. um and I already saw, and what's interesting is the electric, because I really researched this because I was thinking, I got a new car, I was thinking about going electric, and then I looked at different things, and then, of course, I always asked my guides, and they, you know, said, no, do you really want to have that dependency? And what was very interesting, because it takes coal to make the electricity, I mean, electric cars are not that much, I mean, they're, just like everything else, you know, good in one way or helping, but in the environment in one way, but in another, horrible for the environment. And mm-hmm. then we've got trains, we've got planes, there's not electric planes, there's delivery trucks aren't going to be able to go all, you know, electric, you know, big haul. Mm-hmm. But what was interesting, as right about three months after I made the decision to not do that, um, in California, they, it was, I think it was the summer last year. There was overheating. People were using their air conditioning a lot in California and then also in Denver and this whole thing that people had signed up for this, I don't know, app that you're supposed to save money uh, on your uh, air conditioning bill. But what people didn't realize is that that app didn't let you lower it's like the government, the, the electrical company had the control, right? And I don't know. I mean, this is – the receipts are there. You know, I, I read about it. I saw it on regular news, and people couldn't turn their air conditioning down. They did. I even had a client that had done, did that, and they were like, we can't turn it down. I'm like, well, you should never – always read the fine print, especially with the government, you know, or electrical right. com- you know, companies. And then right. in Denver, people couldn't lo- – I don't know if you remember this or you read this. Then right around that same time, near where I live, there it came out on the news um, that the local local you know government was suggesting people don't use their um, electric cars or fill, you know fill up or whatever you would call them charge them because the electrical grid was being overtaxed and some of the grids at certain I think it was Playa Vista that's near me they turned off. So a friend of mine was saying, oh, there's all these cars, you know, because she was, I don't know where she was driving from, but she was off the freeway, and she said, oh, all these cars are backed up because they can't get their, they can't charge their vehicle. Now, mind you, it only happened for a few hours, but I thought, hmm, if it can happen for a few hours, it could happen for a few days, <laughs> you know. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Valerie. So, yeah, it's just going to require a different change. And, and again, all, a lot of this is the change that's happening to get out, to play out those extremes of polarity, to then get into a new balance point, a harmonizing point. We're, we're setting up a whole new way of living and being, a whole new pattern. Yeah, I can but see first, that happening. Can you see that? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. But so our children, children's children's children will see it. You know, we may not see the totality of it. Yeah, what right. is your question? Uh, I have a contractor coming out tomorrow. His name is William. Do you uh, oh, pick okay. up anything on him? 
as far he as... Was referred, he was referred by like, a friend of mine to come out and work on my house. Okay, good. Okay, you went through a few people, right? Or you were looking at a few people? Yes, I went. Yes. Oh, good. And you didn't go with uh, I, the neighbor or somebody, I get, right? No, no, nope, wrote them off. Mm-mm. Oh, good, good. Because I remember it was, that was not reading well. Okay, so this is William. Hmm. Actually, not bad. It shows you could have other people. You may get more. Have you gotten more? Um, what do you call estimates? Uh yeah, about three or four of them so far. Okay, and you're weighing them out, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay, because that's what I kind of see you weighing out. Here's what yeah, I get. I, I don't know who it is because I feel like there's three or five, I feel like there. It's showing variety. It's showing still making a decision. You may go with someone that's slightly higher because there's something they say to you that confirms to you they're on the right path or you're on the right track with them or you're in sync. Now, it might be a word. It might be a sentence. I don't know. But I do see you talking to a couple people. One seems to have some kind of, um, which is interesting, I get like overalls and like brown hair. So I don't know if they have somebody else that comes and works. Um, they're they're younger. Is this person younger? I don't know. I'm assuming perhaps he he would. Be. Oh, you haven't met with them yet. No, I haven't met with him yet. Oh, that's He's why I'm getting to, okay. Yeah, yeah you need to meet with them and talk so I can get a quicker read because just off the name okay. because it's still showing you're in the process of figuring it out. And I and mm-hmm. you're definitely going to meet with them in person. I do not feel it's going to be something over the phone. And I oh, feel no, like you're going to coming here tomorrow. Oh, perfect. Okay, because I feel like you're going to meet with them in person, and I feel that you're going to mm-hmm. wait, talk, say I think I'm going with you. I, I see you leaning towards the person, and then I see you weighing out a few of the of the people. Because right now it's just it's it's showing. Um, Kind of to keep it to process and and see everyone and hear what everyone has to say and then pull back and and see, but you'll know. I'm telling yeah, you, it's a word or four. Of them. Yeah, I know. That's what it's showing. Through already, and one called today, asking um, what was going on. I hadn't gotten back to him. Well, your price is too high. <laughs> I mean, I didn't tell him that, but yeah. But here's what I feel. I don't know if it's that person because this is just a quick read, but I do feel you go yeah. with someone that's a little bit higher than what you thought or wanted because of something that they say. There's a rapport. There's something there okay. that, uh, and they may even quote you more, and believe it or not, and it ends up being less. But, yeah, but mm-hmm. Spirit is saying you've got to talk to them all and bring it back, uh, okay. you know, to yourself and kind of go over the conversation is what I'm hearing. Right. And then you're gonna know. Okay. You're gonna get the. You're gonna get like, oh, the guy said that. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, he said that. Okay. My insurance company to actually give me a formal denial letter. Back in March, I've called several times, and all they sent me was a form letter, which they could send anybody, and it wasn't yep. specific to me. And I'm like, no, I want the actual. Denial yeah, keep letter at them. for my records. 
Yep. Okay. Keep at them. There's a lot of this kind of persevering and, and, you know, kind of toughening up with situations right now. I would say between now and the close of the year, there's a lot of that that's going on where people, you have to just keep following through, following through. Okay. You know, especially with companies, organizations, corporations, companies, there's definitely that is a lot of that going on right now. Yeah, because I was wondering, well, why are they trying not to send me that? Is there a reason that they don't really want to actually send me, so, you know, specific to my situation? Because this is a because you know, they don't know they don't know if you're going to be litigious, and they don't want to give okay. you too much because it's on the border of of they probably should be paying it is what I'm hearing. This is. Yeah, so I, I feel I like they don't want to give too much. You know, they don't want to give too much, but they will if you keep going. Think I, I, I'm just seeing this with a lot of people in general that things are happening kind of in stages, and if you keep at it or keep pushing, it's like getting to the next level, getting to the next level, and then okay, we'll put something together. But I know it's yeah, trying your they patience. Could, they, mm-hmm. they can either send me the letter or send me the check. Yeah. 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 Well, we're seeing how things, and the other thing I'm going to say, a lot of these companies, because, you know, they, with our money, they invest, and a lot of their investments are not doing well. So they're not really wanting to let go of money right now. And you're going to see that, you know, I would say even further in the next five, six years. They're not really wanting to – you know, because they're feeling a, a pinch in a certain kind of way. So it is going to take really a lot of follow-up or follow-through uh, mm-hmm. to get things, you know, kind of hashed out. Right. All right, Valerie, so keep us posted. I can yeah, get... big hug. Okay, thank you, Michelle. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a resonance. Jay is in the chat. I'm having an issue with my insurance company, too. Yeah. See? I don't know, Valerie, if you're on the line, if you just yeah. heard that. Yeah. I am. There's, there's, you are. Okay. See? There's a confirmation mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lots of love and light. Bye. Okay. So, lights, the call-in number, 347 if you have a question or a comment, you can press 1 on your keypad. Also, if you have a short dream, I can interpret that too or analyze or help you or guide you or ask you the right questions so you can tune into that. If that's something you are wanting to do also. Hi, you're on air. Hi, thank you, Michelle. Um, my name is uh, Miranda. Hi, Miranda. I have a que- Hi, I have a question about my husband. He's currently interviewing... Um, and he is uh, obviously not the only candidate for this position. And it's supposed to be um, decided soon, I think, by the end of the week or so. And I'm wondering what you see around this. Do you think you'll get it, or will it be someone else? And what's the first name or initial? A. A is an apple. Since that's the name of my, uh, the initial of my husband's what you meant, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. 
when is East Wilson? Because I feel like something – is this going to take more – is this like a promotion, and is this going to take some level of training? Um, I, I don't, don't think there would be too much training involved. Um, but money. There's an up-leveling of money. It looks like something comes in for him, a new position, um, or increase financially. I don't know if it's a mm-hmm. bonus or I, I don't know about this position. I can't be I'm not getting a strong mm-hmm. read, but it does show mm-hmm. that there is some increase financially, either salary increase or there's a bonus. But he's gonna know about it and that's why I was wondering unless he unless the position comes and then they say there's an increase financially, but it doesn't come until the end of the year or or you have this coming to the end of the He's got – you both have a lot – I think what's clouding this is you guys have a, both a lot with money coming up, I would say, between now and February. And it could be more between now and the end of the year, but making plans mm-hmm. for February on. So I, it's hard for me to say, is wait, what do we do with this money? Or do we invest it? Or, or are we going to have this much over? What do we do? So I don't know if this is mortgages, this is 401s, this is retirement. I, I don't know. There's a lot with, or he could be offered, um, would, it be, would he get, are they matching something or offering? See, I, whatever it is it's gonna have, he's getting, it's too much, it's kind of too detailed for me to go into because I feel like it's not a straight answer or, or they're working something out about are they matching something or do you get stocks in this or we could roll this hmm. over till next year. There, there's some financial planning stuff that's coming up, if not for both well, of you, for sure him in regards to this company. Does that well, make sense? Do you, do you, I mean, we are thinking about finances. Um, yeah, we are. But uh, I'm, I'm just wondering, like, so it, it, it sounds like you're not clear whether he, in fact, will get this position. No. Um, cause it, it's, I'm not it's, sure. You know. He gets mm-hmm. something, though. I don't know. I'm not he- I'm, I'm hearing some position or, like, a raise, and it increases money. Mm-hmm. But then there's Okay, more, it could be but, something else. Yeah. It could mm-hmm. be. It, yeah, if it's not this, then it's something else. But, mm-hmm. I, but I'll tell you what's most pressing in the spirit realm is this mm-hmm. whole thing with money, you guys with money and moving stuff around and what do we do with this and where do we put this. Yeah. And I feel like the job is going to impact that. So whether it's this position or mm-hmm. another position, it's like, oh, do I want this now or do I want it later because of taxes? So, I, again, it's not clear cut, whatever this is. And I, and I don't know if it's because... I'm reading so much, you know, these are such quick reads. I'm reading what's most prominent in your energy field is handling this money situation. Mm. Even beyond the position, because there is going to be something where there is an increase financially for him, and you guys are going to be looking at taxes or what you're paying into something, whether it's, Mm -hmm. you know, a portfolio of something. It's going to affect Mm. your money. So that's what spirit is focusing more on rather than this position uh-huh. because he is in an upswing. I'm just not able to see if it is. It could very well be this one. If it's not, there's something else that's coming in. Something else. Well, that's good. Yeah. I mean, because we, yeah, we, um, one job is actually coming to an end very soon. And so he he's looking around for other means to 
you know, uh, have an income or like, yeah. Um, so. Well, he's going to have income, and there's something about structuring the pay or how he gets paid differently or what goes into where. So that's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. It's not a quick answer. This is not like somebody that works mm-hmm. 40 years in a company and I, you know, interviewed, am mm-hmm. I getting this? There's other factors that are coming in mm-hmm. from your very yeah. own higher selves as to what's the best deal. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it may be a contract ending and, okay, we can say that it starts in a month. Do you want to start it in a month or two weeks? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? There's, there's, there's some more finite turning, you know, knob turning to your question than just is he going to get this mm-hmm. position. Yeah, there's more to it. All we'll right, see. good luck, okay. Miranda. Well, Keep you. us posted. Yeah. yeah, you're so welcome. Thanks, yeah. Thank you. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Hello, you're on air. Hi, Michelle. This is Mary. How are you doing? Hi, Mary. Welcome. I am doing Thank great. You. I feel good to connect. I just always, no matter what in the heck ever in my life I'm going through, I feel always great connecting with everyone here. So, I feel the same way. I look forward to Wednesday, Wednesday afternoons here. I'm on the East Coast. so. <laughs> oh, very cool. Yes, I'm a long-time good, good. listener, and I feel that my dream medicine is coming back right now. I've been having some, like, clear audience type things Ooh. happening in my state kind of interesting, so I'm going to keep exploring that. Um, but I'm oh, good. Yeah, I wanted to see if you could tune in to my oldest dog, Bailey, and see how he's doing. And I feel like he's getting ready to transition, but I don't know if I should get involved or just let him and his guides do his thing. So I just wanted to see what you think. Oh, let's see, Bailey. Okay. Mm, that's the best approach Play it, but feel it out. You can't mm-hmm. plan for this. Mm-hmm. I, I feel him going kind of in and out. Me Is too. he getting better and yeah. then not as well and better? And yeah, he's in a he's in a cycle. Um, yeah, he's in a he, he's in a cycle. It's um, just the care that you're doing, the the snuggles and hugs, and and then sometimes he wants to be more on his own. Um, it, it's just showing trust your intuition, trust how you feel. Okay. Mhm. Yeah. There's a okay. there's just a lot of healing, nurturing energy. Yes. Uh, around I you. That. Is that true? Yes. I've been trying to give that to him more a lot recently, and it's going that's a lot what, better. That's than... what he needs. That's okay. what he needs. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. thank you. Yes. That's we'll then you're do that. doing exactly. That's what he needs. That's all that that's Let me see how is he receiving it? How is cuz we asked how Ooh, he's loving it. Oh. Be persistent, consistent. Yeah, he's loving. It's actually helping him. So sometimes mm-hmm. he feels a bit stronger, you know, after the the nurturing and the and the, you know, the kind of the emotional connection and care. So yeah, you're doing it. You're doing it. Okay, wonderful. Perfect. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Big hug to both of okay. you. Big hug. Okay, peace, everybody. Bye. Bye. Hello, you're on air. Hi, you're on air. 304. All right, Soul Lights, if you have a question or a comment... Press one on your keypad. I'll get to some. Let's see. Jay in the chat. 
Hey, Michelle, I have three different ooh, job interviews in the next week. Do you see anything coming through? Is it a guy to move on from where I am? If so, which one looks good? I kind of feel, you guys, unless something is really easy, um, and Jay, I'm going to pitch this out to you, I feel more stuff is going to move close of the year and into after after January, February on. If, if a lot of people, if you even if you take something now, you may not stay with it. Um, let's see, because new it's like new information is coming in. I'm hearing new facts are needed. New information is coming in that um, you may want to do something different. Coming for Jay. Let's see. In regards to work, career. Yeah, it's telling you to dig deeper or look deeper about what it is you really want. And it may be, let's see, what area, Jay? It may be something more um, utilizing the internet, utilizing writing or publishing or doing something also on your own. So I don't know if that resonates at all. Even maybe even bringing your spirituality in. It's telling you to look big picture because I feel like there's little changes. And this kind of goes for everyone. I've been talking about this on Patreon. Um, There may be little, okay, looking big picture, looking out over the horizon, there may be little changes you can make now that better align you to where you actually want to go and what you actually want to do rather than only thinking about the money, right? Okay, so in other words, I really want to um, do X, Y, and Z, so I'm going to make... It could even be going to school. Let's say somebody wants to work, is a web designer, wants to work digitally. Maybe you're looking and going, rather than completely changing the job now, I'm going to keep the job, put less emphasis and focus on the job I have now or the position I have now, and I'm going to study. I'm going to learn something uh, you know, or I'm going to see what's out there. What are people looking for? This is a good time, everyone to look at the trends, what are people looking for, and then how can you do that in your own way. Also looking at what do you think is missing, right? So, and filling that gap. There's going to be a lot of gaps next year on, and especially 2030, so, you know, between 2025-2030, where either new technology, utilizing that, or a lot of people are using new technology and maybe someone doesn't want to use a, a certain type of technology, right? Maybe someone says, oh, we want someone that's actually trained in painting. We don't want someone only pa- that can paint digitally. Or we want someone that's an actual painter that can also paint digitally or can take what they know you see what I'm saying, and apply it. So right now it's really a lot about... You know, researching to some degree. Going to get to callers again. Let's see who's. Oh, see, perfect, Jay. You're trying to get more training. An increase in money would be nice. I want to keep learning. Yeah, I would learn. I would, if you already know you want to get some training in something to get better at something, I would do that. 
and and part of that has to do with what we call you know in in the tech world you know in the media and marketing is trusted networks that trust that you know and i think that i started hearing about that around 2000 Nine, maybe around 2009 and 2011, somewhere in there, um, or I think maybe more 2011. People, I mean, this is one of the reasons I work with a lot of the same people, you know, or they come back and work with me privately or in groups, because I always stay training. You know, I have this gift, and sometimes it's like I don't, people say, well, what do you do? Or friends of mine are like, well, why don't you focus on one thing? And it's like, well, to me, it's all the same but different modalities. So I got, you know, holistic healthcare training, you know, trained in massage therapy, trained in astrology, trained in numerology, (laughs) trained in esoteric sciences, trained in transpersonal psychology, trained in hypnotherapy, trained in Jungian dream therapy. Do you see what I'm saying? The training. And so I'm like this too, and a lot of people are like this, if they want to explore these different things, past life regression, you can go to different people or you can go to somebody that you trust that you work with. Now, I don't that doesn't mean okay, don't go to different people. But I would rather go to somebody that I know and trust and if they are trained in different modalities, I would rather work with them. I would rather work with somebody core as a core maybe i'll go to different astrologers that that have different emphasis which i think that is good i think it's good good to go to a lot of different practitioners but if you know somebody that is skilled in in multiple disciplines and you already know how they work and you trust them then it's easy to slip in do what you need to do it's like it's like going to the dentist and getting your teeth cleaned at the same place you know, or the chiropractor that has the massage therapist there, whatever it is. So that's that trusted network, but it's also trusted individuals, and it's finding that resonance, or three or four people. You know, you get your crew, you, three or four people. Sure, branch out, but you may find you have a base of three or four individuals, or up to ten individuals, or, or resources, or activities. That's what the soul is looking for. Uh, Jay is saying, that would be the biggest push to leave where I'm at, need to more training in digi stuff. Yeah, CJ, there it is. Get the training. That's what I'm saying, everyone. This is a perfect question uh, Jay is putting in the chat, is that if you know you want to leave, get the training that makes you more marketable or makes you feel more confident or makes it more fun or that – that broadens what you're doing, right? It's like I I go back still to my my training, and it was limited, very limited, with with a lot of my DJ friends, <laughs> actually. Uh, shout out to Petey, Funky Corn, Funkin' Corn. Um, when I first started my podcast, and I had to use Pro Tools, I had to do my own editing, my own sound editing. I, I learned just enough really just to get by, and then I had to learn about, you know, mixing and uploading to the FTP, Thanks, shout out to Jen, and I would have tutorials. I would have, see, it doesn't have to be formal training. Uh, Jen, who works with me still, she would send me these lo- emails and, 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 you know, screenshot stuff, try this, do this, do this, read up on this. And because I love learning, 
and I love technology. So I would learn something or we'd have a tutorial. She'd show me something and then say, you try it. And then I would learn and then she would, you know, adjust, make a, help me make adjustments or corrections or no, not that, try this or learn this or no, what you need to learn now is this. So it doesn't have to be going back to school. It's really for your own, um, it's really for you, you know, unless it's something that you want to do in the marketplace because I'm not going to be a sound engineer, although I loved editing and I love even video editing. But I realized when I talk to friends that do video editing and sound editing or audio editing, you know, they're like you have to do it eight hours a day, even DJing. I wanted to DJ it and I did a little bit. And I'm like, if I really want to do this, the, the people that are masters at it are doing it all day. And what am I doing all day? Readings, <laughs> transpersonal therapy, hypnotherapy, you know, astrology. You know, that, that is my world. So maybe I'll get to the other stuff at one point in a bigger way. I don't know. We'll see. But I can tell you everything I've ever learned I've, ever, I've been able to bring forward. And it's kept my mind open. So whatever it is that you want to do, look big picture and find it could be a workshop, it could be a seminar, it could be a friend that you help with one area of their life or one skill and they help you with another. It doesn't necessarily have to be going back to school. It may be for some of you some kind of tutorials or you know vocational training or retraining. Right now is the time to do that for the bigger opportunities that are coming in the next couple of years. So if that's where you're being led or drawn, then my perception is I would listen to that intuition. I would look at where you're being um, guided. I mean, I even look, I had my TV show uh, back in the day, and that helped me with podcasting and in all that I learned, you know, in that. And again, you don't have to be totally expert in that, but you just need to be functioning. And so find what is that sweet spot for you? That's what I would say right now. That's what I would look at. All right, let's see who do we have here? Did I already Hi, you're on air. Hi, this is Mary again. Oh, hi Mary. Nice to talk to you. Talk to you later. You too. Okay, bye. Bye. Hi, you're on air. Hi, I'm Michelle. Thank you for taking my call. This is Katie. Hi, Katie. Hi. Hi. Um, I am moving, and I'm picking between – I'm moving to Atlanta, and um, I've been doing a lot of research with apartments. Good for you. I love it. Research, research. The soul loves research. Yes, yeah, so like I had an apartment person helping me, and they're sending me, you know, like oh this, you know, they're sending me apartments, but I'm like okay, I have to look at you know what's the surrounding area, you know, oh, yeah. I have to go, I have to go through the Google reviews, you know, I have to see how the builders be they say, like I just can't, you know, move somewhere, and um, I'm finding that. Um, a lot of the places, I guess unless you're, like, paying way over budget, a lot of the places are just not being maintained well. They're just, they're just, they're just, they're just not being maintained well. And um, I'm kind of thinking about um, one in, um, like, a, I found a condo, a condo building, but they have some um, 
they have some apartments available in this condo building. And the building is beautiful. It looks like a hotel. All the places out there mm. look like a hotel, right? All of them look like mm-hmm. a hotel. But I've never lived in a studio. But it's big. Like, it has a huge balcony. I just never lived in a studio. Um, right. So I'm thinking about either the studio area, that one, it's in a clean building, and then someone called me about a, a opportunity the other day, and I'm a little mad at myself that I didn't jump on it, and somebody put an application in, so I'm waiting to hear if they are going to take it or not. I'm kind of waiting waiting to hear back. But that was a nice, pretty uh, building also. So I'm kind of trying to, um, I guess, attract a safe building, a clean building, uh, you know, somewhere I can meet friends and, you know, and thrive mm-hmm. at. So I guess I wanted to get the energy around making a place because it's been an ordeal. Well, I find unless you can go there and look at some places and, and pick them or look at some places and say these are the places that I like and, uh-huh. and tell, you know, a, a, a realtor that, um, and you're just going to land. I, I get a feeling, though, you're going to land. Well, now this is interesting. Is there one place that has like a park in it or near it, a lot of greenery, like a like a quad or walking areas? Heavily landscaped. Mm, I don't know. Um, well, mm, not not yet that you know of. Not that I know of. Yeah, like one is like literally on the main strip. Like a, it's cars flying everywhere. It's a main strip, and then the other one. Yeah, the other one is like is kind of it's kind of secluded and it's kind of not. It's like it's a little bridge you walk over, but it's not like a real bridge. It's like this little little bridge. And then you kind of like walk up, and then it's like a bunch of restaurants and lounges and Lululemon. And <laughs> oh, that and, sounds nice. Can you walk around yeah. a lot? Um, yeah, but yeah, both. I think I think both of them you could walk around a lot. Because I I like feel like one of them trip. has, and, and does one of them have like a? Um, you have to enter with a key. I think you have to enter all of them with a key. <laughs> Okay, because I get, okay. All right, Katie. I, the best I can do, because it's just so quick, because you, you've got a lot yeah, of different places. Yeah. I see the place mm-hmm. that you end up loving, and you have to enter with a key. I don't know if it's a doorman uh-huh. or there's just a big gate. Because uh-huh. I can see you getting your mail. You get your mail down below. You get your mail. Mm-hmm. I see a desk. And there's a lot of amenities either around or in the place. Uh-huh. Right, like laundry, yep. or there could be a little convenience store or something, and you walk a lot, and and there are shops or something, and I can hear you telling someone, I just love it because I can just get my mail, and then I just go out and I walk, and you go for a walk. Yeah, so it, 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 I don't feel it's the place with all the cars zipping by because there's there's a walkway and there's something like. It's not huge, like a huge park, but you know how sometimes they have just little landscaped areas uh-huh. mm-hmm. that you that you could, that you walk, yeah. you know, like a, there's a sidewalk or a walkway. It has that, but I definitely feel you be feeling very safe. Um, okay, and that's what I want to feel. A lot of you, there's definitely a, a places that you could walk around to, and I see you going downstairs. You get your mail. 
<laughs> so the ma- so it's definitely some kind of building, right? It's not like yeah. you have mm-hmm. your own mailbox. Mm-hmm. You got the key. Mm-hmm. There's a lot with the key. Oh, getting in here, getting and maybe there's a pool too. There could be okay. um, <laughs> a rec area or a pool. But yeah, you definitely have to get in and out with the keys, get the mail, and then you're walking around. And I feel you're going to feel very satisfied. Um, yeah, Would you be able to tell if I if I seen it already? Like if I called I'm not sure already? if you have or okay. not. I'm not sure because okay. I feel like you. I definitely do not feel it's the one with all the car, where you said there's cars, cars buzzing in it. Cars, I do you not come see out? that. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Okay. No. Yeah, it's like a main street. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No. Well, I'll, I I love that because I do want. That's what I want. I want to be somewhere safe. That's the number yeah. one thing. And, and well, clean. even if there is a larger street or boulevard on one side, I see you walking yeah. out the other way where it's okay. more park or landscaped or I don't know what they call it when they when these okay. like a condo okay. complex or apartment complex. They have little areas that are landscaped. Yeah. yeah. And you yeah, always go out that way. You go out that way unless you're leaving in your car. I see you going out that way. Wow. So it's there. You'll know, okay. you'll know where it's at. It's there. That place is there for you. Okay. All Thank right, you. sweetie, keep Thank keep you. us posted. And, uh, I will. got great guests coming on, so okay. you can Thank listen. Thank you. I will listen. Continue. Thank you. Okay, bye. Hi, you're on air. Hi, Michelle. This is Mary Beth. Hi. Hi, Mary Beth. Oh. Welcome. So I've been... Uh, Following you more on the pick a cards on YouTube lately, my my schedule's like weird, but I've followed you okay. for over a decade. And uh, oh, thank you. So yeah, um, I had a very interesting summer project that I did not expect at all, but I see it was just I feel like it was planned <laughs> by a yeah. not higher power than me, and it just fell into place as I've had both of my knees replaced. And I'm turning 60 this year, and I feel like uh, the world is my oyster. <laughs> I just oh. feel like <gasps> oh I my just god, feel like Mary Beth. I, I just do you want to hear? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you want to hear something that's so synchronistic? Okay. One of the Patreon. I'm doing the Patreon videos for October, and I'm tuning in with the guides, and you know, looking at the energy and everything. Uh, and even putting a little astrology, you know, how, everything that I do. Guess what the analogy I gave people for October is? <laughs> the world is my oyster. The, yes, the oyster. Well, it's funny and because I, even, I didn't even plan. It just popped out of my mouth, too. I don't, you know, I, but I'm kind of like, well, what I ask her, you know? And I just want to contact with you because your energy is so good and your, God, your guidance is just so, so good. But I'm, I'm just like, yeah. Is there something completely different coming for me? Like I'm thinking, you know, am I going to go back to body work, uh, training horses, or is there something completely uh, like? Well, that's a big question. I can dive in a little bit. But, well, I'll just tell you without giving too much away because it's on my Patreon community. You might want to join that. But I really was getting this oyster, and I was li- literally with my hands doing the motion of the oyster and the and the um, the pearl. People, uh-huh. you know, what's hidden or the hidden Ooh. gem within and the, the grit, so, yeah, and the, the gifts, grit. Op- the grit, or the yeah, grit too, you know. 
It's the well, grinding that makes the grinding, the pearl. But guess what? We've already been doing the grinding. It's time to oh, open dude. up. That's why yeah, I my it's time. Ha- <laughs> well, it means but, when we look at the, the 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 psychosomatic or the the you know metaphorical focus, if you look at body mind, what a lot about support and going forward. Obviously, mobility, but how we're moving right. forward. So usually, there right. are changes when people get things done with their knees. Oh, um, absolutely! I'm going to get my life back. I'm a really active person. If yeah. I wouldn't have this done, but I, I would have been. But di- but differently. So that's the thing when you get knee surgery, knee replacement, or ligament, or meniscus, or anything having to do. And also, by the way, knees have to do with ego. Same with thumbs. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, so it can be a wake up call. Is like what is ego? We, meaning not in a negative way. You know, we need the ego as a therapist. We need that. That's a you know an important function of our uh, psyche and how we process as an important function. But also, the ego likes to keep the status quo out of to keep us yeah, safe. That's right. part of its function. So there could be old ways, old approaches, old behaviors, old thought processes um, that need to be updated, changed, or or completely let go of. And so well, there's a willingness totally to do that. Totally accurate. Yeah, because needs yeah. can also be being very stubborn and very and, and rigid. So sometimes we, we have to learn a new way to move forward or allow a new way of us moving forward in our life to come through. So that may have something, you know, for you. But I, I, I do see our guests in the queue, so if you have a, a que- okay. question that I could kind of hone in on, I'll, I'll answer that. Um, Just maybe something to help me allow, because I really intuitively feel like I'm in a place in my soul journey that um, – it, it isn't about me always having to work and work and work and work and work. And yeah. I'm feeling like I could contribute to the greater good by doing what I love every day. Yeah, But my so old rigid thinking is you got to work, you got to work. And I just feel like in all the stuff that I've been getting from you is abundance, abundance, abundance coming. And um, it's sometimes hard for me to believe because I, I just, I've had to work so hard for everything. Yeah. Uh, how is there some practice you can suggest to Well, help me? one thing uh, that I would suggest always is is to integrate both parts. So it's not that working is bad; it's how we do the work. Oh, exactly. Or our I love to work, but not as a slave. <laughs> right, right. So acknowledging that part that is has that belief or mentality, and then little by little doing something differently. Inter- you know, doing up some kind of pattern interrupt. You know, I'm going to try this. But definitely listen to that other part, acknowledge it, and then tell even good self-talk, okay, but we're, we're going to try this. Because the working hard or working long hours, especially when you're engrossed in something, I mean, when I did, had my television show, sometimes we were taping or, you know, videoing or whatever you want to call it for 12, 13, 14, 15 hours, or I had, or I was, we flew to a different location, and I was engrossed in it. I was ingrained in it. But it's like well, it's giving I, you a lot of energy back too, right? Well, but if I did it too much, it would drain me. Or even doing okay. readings. Sometimes I can get editing, doing videos, doing content, and it's eleven o'clock at night, or I'll just go till two a.m. or three. You know, so sometimes when you're building something up, that can be very appropriate. But the recognition that that's not the place to live at, 
We don't want to do this chronically. So I would say for you is to pick something you enjoy doing or gives you a lot of fulfillment and start integrating that so that you get a little get a little more of that energy, you get that little nice, you know, feel good hit, that dopamine from that without doing either or. You know, yeah, I can that's do what this I'm doing. I'm living on a horse farm. Yeah, I'm living okay. on a horse so farm just, and I get to care for horses without all the responsibility. Yeah, and, so and just really integrating little by little will begin to shift out of the extremes of the polarity of the either or okay and that's a because your own inner psyche will will process will re, and rebalance if you don't stay stuck in in the either or or the judgment of that other aspect of you that you know has that's been kind of controlling the the narrative you yeah. know how you navigate yeah. um but that's what i could tell you Which really quickly right now it's yeah, and keep us posted. Call back next week. We can dive in a little deeper. Okay. Um, okay. Cool. Keep listening. All right. Take care. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. You too. All right. All right. I'm trying to see our guests here da, 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 coming on. All right, gang. So second half of the program, our awakening dialogue is with Norma Burton, Master of Transpersonal Psychology, Scholar of World. Uh, religion, has studied uh, a lot in world religion, uh, obviously dreams and lucid dreaming, and Misha Burton is a skilled uh, dreamist, how's that, <laughs> skilled at working through with lucid dreaming, also a digital artist and filmmaker, and as I spoke about um, in previous episode and also the beginning of this episode, uh, their most recent book, Lucid Dreaming, Lucid Living, Your Oracle and Guide to Mastering the Dreamscape. I, you know, you hear me, I do not reference a lot of books that I receive or cards unless I really like them and use them, and I can definitely say that. Uh, great book, Lucid Dreaming, Lucid Living, Your Oracle and Guide to Mastering the Dreamscape, and comes with a very, very... Um, just wonderfully detailed, or I'd say detailed enough, oracle deck um, that really I have found it, it's been quite um, accurate in the way that it relays either whatever I'm going through or needing to hear or see um, or when I'm doing the readings on YouTube. All right. Welcome, Norma and Misha. Are you both on air? Hello. Hi, this Welcome. is Norma. So glad to be Hi, with you. Hi, Norma. Good to be with you. Now, is Misha... Oh, let me see. Norma, let's see. Misha, I think we got both. Misha, are you Hi. there? Yes. Hi. Hey, Hi. Hey, Great hey. to be here. Oh, good to... I'm so excited to have you both on. My gosh. Um, Thank you for inviting us. We're so excited oh, yeah. to be on your it, program. I got to tell you, I was talking at the beginning of the uh, podcast because, let's see, I think not last year, uh, 2021, I had a uh, workshop, a, well, actually a course on uh, dreams and dream reentry called Dreamscape. Oh, <laughs> that's, wow. in your, that's in your title, uh, and I'm doing something else at the, the uh, end of the year, but I got your book and cards. I guess a couple months ago, 
And I was just enthralled and started using oh, them good. right away. Yeah, and then I talked to the producer. I'm like, oh, my God, you've got to get them on. She's like, I'm trying to. And this, you know, I don't know if you guys are busy or whatever, the scheduling with our schedule and your schedule. But I've got to tell you, the two of you, what you put together is just um, – the wording, the background, I love the keywords. I love the imagery. Um, it's just enough to kind of anchor in, but not too much that it overpowers what you're receiving. And as a psychic channel, you know, in a medium, yeah. I love cards like this, right? That just, it's not so much that it's telling you everything and what it has to be, but it is a great guide card to whatever the process that's coming up from the unconscious. So anyway, I really want to just validate the two of you and acknowledge um, what you two have, this masterpiece that you both have done is just really amazing guide, right? amazing guide to be used in a lot of different ways. I mean, I can even see you use as a therapist using it, you know, for what's going on underneath you know so yes yeah well, hearing so, that from you means a lot you know because you're so intuitive and tuning in oh, on these levels yeah. and so to hear that feedback from you really means a lot so thank you oh thank you we found yeah. the cards to be very accurate when somebody draws one they always get an answer that's appropriate for their need and their question. So we're really excited to realize that you, the cards are infused with that magic somehow. Oh, they are infused. I mean, even today I was doing for my Patreon a, a video and I was talking about being bold and like in your uh, power. And then I think the card was oh, yeah. 14. I chose a card and it was centered uh-huh. in power, I think it's called. Yeah. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, perfect I know, card. right? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. that so I was great. like, boom. And, um, oh, I'm looking at this one. Oh, God. You guys are going to have to get the deck if you want to see what I'm looking at. Uh, <laughs> questioning mind, number 29, with the mind mm, opening mm-hmm. in these butterflies. Yeah. I mean, oh, my God. What The words, but the imagery, it's like, oh, how do okay, let's get backgrounds on YouTube, but I want to know how you came to decide um, – to do this masterpiece. I mean, I, I'm telling you, I feel like this book is going to stand um, the test of time wow. as, a, as, a, wow. as a guidebook and resource. Wow. It's I'm just, so glad to hear that so much. Yeah. I mean, the, the teaching, you've got the lucid dreaming teaching, and then you've got, which I love, and then the message, uh, the reversal. And then I found the keywords to be really um, – something that you can take away also not just to interpret Mm -hmm. but like to hold on to a little bit like let me digest this by focusing on these key words so uh, anyway if you guys are listening if now you you're probably very curious i would really consider if you you have any interest in dreams or just working with oracle cards this i think is a must in your library so whoever wants to start with what background and then how the two of you decided to collaborate on this. Yeah, I can jump in. This is Nisha okay. speaking. Sure. Yeah, and then I'll let you follow up. Um, so we're a mother-daughter team, which is so great to be able to work intergenerationally with both of our shared skills and also, um, yeah, just a long lineage of dreamers and dream work and understanding how to navigate 
those liminal realms, the realms of our psyches um, consciously. I mean, that's the big part with lucid dreaming specifically is being able to bring conscious awareness into the dream time. And a lot of my mom's work too, which she'll speak more to, is around leading people in drumming journeys, which are trances, mm. trans uh, state drumming journeys that happen from waking reality and the drumbeat itself takes you into a liminal realm. Um, so I was raised in that lineage of going on many drumming journeys as a, a young child all through my adult life, you know. Um, and then also personally have always been a very um, enthusiastic dreamer. I've always loved dreaming and was obviously encouraged in the dream time by my mom. Uh, and then my own studies, too, with the works of Stephen LaBerge, Tibetan dream yoga. Um, I just consumed so much around lucid dreaming, especially in my early 20s when I became really interested in it and interested in being able to bring more conscious awareness into the space that I ventured into every night, right, and wanting to know how to navigate that space with this level of lucidity. Um, and for just for context, because we get this question a lot, like what is lucid dreaming um, and the difference of lucid dreaming uh, instead of just a normal dream? And so lucid dreaming is where you become fully aware and awake within the dream. You become fully aware that you are dreaming while you're dreaming. And sometimes people have kind of a hazy awareness and they wake up, they're like, oh, yeah, I think I knew that I was dreaming. But, you know, they're going in and out of the dream material and they're not really fully lucid. But when you become fully lucid, it's this amazing epiphany, aha moment where you're like, ah, I know I'm dreaming. And then you have a new level of agency and consciousness within the dream and everything becomes very visceral, very tangible. I tell people a lot of times when you have a lucid dream, it feels as real as being in waking reality. You know, everything you touch, taste, smell, it's heightened. There's a heightened presence there within the dream time. So it's a really exciting experience. Um, so this is leading into my background, too, of becoming a really skilled lucid dreamer and having and cataloging hundreds of lucid dreams and really exploring advanced states within lucid dreaming, out-of-body experiences, all of these things, and feeling so passionate about it and wanting to help teach and share it with others because of the level of personal empowerment that it, that it brings to one and just feeling this newfound confidence and ability to navigate not only the dream realms, but also waking reality more consciously. And that's why we call this guide and deck lucid dreaming, lucid living, because it's about the dream time and ordinary reality integrating with one another and bringing conscious lucid awareness into both states. Um, and so to finish up with this part, and then I'll let my mom talk a little bit more too, how the project itself came to be is that, you know, with our combined skills, um, really wanting to bring forth a new system, a new way of learning lucid dreaming. Because like I had stated, I've read a lot of books, I've done a lot of classes, I've studied a lot with lucid dreaming, and it's all very linear, which is great and helpful. But time and time again, I'd have people coming to me and saying, you know, I got into lucid dreaming for a little while, I read some books about it, I had a lucid dream, but then I kind of just fell off whatever. I wasn't able to have a lucid dream again or, you know, like all of these uh, struggles with being able to stick with it. 
And so developing this way of having it be an oracle deck where it can be a nonlinear way of accessing this information, pulling a card and seeing what lucid dreaming teaching and message is there for you in the moment and being able to work with it, um, you know, in a dedicated way and then move on to the next lesson, the next lesson. But you can read a book cover to cover and then put it on your bookshelf and forget it and never, you know, engage with it again, whereas this is a way to constantly be engaging with it and also getting that guidance like you would from a traditional oracle of your daily life dilemmas. And so our hope and what we're seeing with people using the deck already is that it is really this new exciting way to learn lucid dreaming that keeps you engaged, that keeps it playful, and that keeps it, um, yeah, just feeling really like something that's not an overwhelming task, but you can take piece by piece as you go with your dreaming journey. Mm, I love that. Yeah, and I think the cards add an extra a dimension that you would, mm-hmm. it extends the, the dream, if you will. It extends mm-hmm. you into mm-hmm. the dreamscape or the dreamscape into you, where I don't know that that's as possible because it's, you know, reading a book is, it's amazing, but it's much more linear. So you have, the, I think, mm-hmm. that added dimension when you have both the book, the guidebook, and then the card that reflects. So, yeah, I would, I would agree with you uh, on mm-hmm. that, Misha. Mm-hmm. Nope. Beautiful way to Norma. say it. Well, right? Doesn't it? I, that's what I, yeah. you know, how to, how to bridge that, mm-hmm. um, you know, with the dreamscape. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, right, experiential, yeah. You really do need a bridge, well, cause, right? Yes. I think. Mm-hmm. I've used the bridge of drumming journeys that I learned early on from people coming back from the Amazon and training me when I was in my 20s in the power of going into the lucid state through the drum-induced trance state. So I've been working with people with that for years, as well as being a Jungian analyst and uh, working with dreams deeply. But we do have a lineage of being dreamers, as Nisha said, which I think a lot of people out there do. In fact, everybody dreams. You know, whether you remember them or not, every person dreams. And it's just a matter of tuning into them, honoring your dreams, and waking up to them. But I was really blessed to have a grandmother who people would come to from the community with their dreams and ask for her guidance and interpretation. A lot like you are, Michelle. Mm. Um, right? right? So I love that. Oh. Right? There are people that are very gifted. Wow. And when, when Nisha was little, I knew she was gifted with it, too. And she, from the time she was very little, started having really powerful dreams. So then when she was in her 20s, and I started hearing her lucid dreams, and they were getting more and more developed and advanced, eventually I said, Nisha, you've got to share this with the world because you mm. are having access to these dimensions in ways that I have rarely heard and she's become more and more advanced in her lucid dreaming. So she has a lot of guidance to share with people about the lucid dreaming progress that can be made. <clears throat> so it's all there in the book, I love that. in the cards, step by step. Well, how you, anybody can progress with it. Yeah, and we're meant to. We're so meant to use this um, mm-hmm. aspect of our being and our, that part of our life. 
I kind of, just as you were talking, Norma, I kind of got a little, I don't know, like a little hit here that, uh-huh. you know, as we're creating this new paradigm and this, you know, new way of being, accessing this new emerging consciousness, you know, this evolution or awakening, yes. you know, there's different ways to look. The dreams are key. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Dreaming in right. our, I'm thinking grandmother dreams medicine, are... not dreaming in the future. Mm-hmm. And, and dreamers were highly, mm-hmm. in, in a lot of cultures, revered. Mm-hmm. You know, let's go dream right. on even it. In, let's go even have in it. the Bible, you know, there are dreamers in the Bible. There's dreamers in every culture. Mm-hmm. It's It's been valued throughout time as a, a source of wisdom or a source of linking up with the mystical dimensions, right? Whenever there's mm-hmm. been big changes, happening in cultures and on planet Earth, the dreamers played a key role. And like you're saying, nowadays that's happening again, I think, don't you, that we need this access to uh, consciousness that's beyond our rational minds to be able to figure out what's happening now. So we really need increased access to the mystical dimensions. Yeah, I guess something you said kind of triggered that the importance of it and getting back to that and maybe... Um, learning or relearning that or re- remembering or, or, you know, yes. learning a a guide mm-hmm. to that. And yes. it's an important part of my life. I see it as important. But something as you were talking, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I see now why they're even, we're ta- having this discussion, this conversation is yes. it needs to be brought up to more prominence. It's a missing yes. link or piece to what's next. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's something that I, you know, talk a lot about too. Is that in our culture, unfortunately, the dream time has become so devalued. You know, there's the phrase, "Oh, that was just a dream," which is about, you know, it's less important than waking reality. It's less important than the mundane world. But really, like you both are saying, there's actually a huge value in the dream time. Um, and I talk to people too about how. It doesn't just have to be lucid dreams. Lucid dreams are amazing, but even just a normal dream, really for people to take the time to write down their dreams. That's kind of Mm -hmm. the beginning stage of dream work and the beginning stage of working towards lucidity, too, is to honor the dream time, honor your psyche by listening Mm -hmm. to it and writing down the messages that you're receiving from it. And a lot of times people will also say, well, I don't dream or I have a hard time remembering my dreams. Like my mom said, everybody does dream. Yes, we can have various factors that make it hard to remember our dreams. But I encourage everybody listening, if you're having a hard time, to just stick with it when you wake up in your bed. Stay in the same position. Don't look at your phone. Don't start thinking about the emails you have to answer. But really stay with your dream time and try to remember a tiny glimpse, a tiny moment, even just a feeling. And a lot of times when you do that, you stick, even if you think, oh, I didn't remember my dream or I didn't have a dream, you'll be surprised how the dream starts to come back to you, to meet you when you honor and meet it, and then it'll all come flooding in. We even have a card that's the first card in the deck um, called Dream Recall, and it's all about catching that tail of the dragon. It's the imagery, but if you can catch mm-hmm. just a teeny piece of the dream, it'll come flooding back to you nine times out of ten. And when then you do the next step of honoring it by writing it down, I've even myself been amazed by, like, waking up, thinking I didn't have a dream, sitting with it, thinking a little bit, realizing I had a lucid dream, 
writing the lucid dream down and then seeing at, in that act of writing how profound it was, how amazing and otherworldly and exciting and how much intelligent information was contained within it. So there's these layers of turning our psyches and turning to face them, turning to listen to the messages of the dream. That's really got the core of what all this is about. And that, what you're sharing there, brings me up to another uh, part of your um, book, which I'm, like I said, so excited about, is you give the different uses, because a lot of people don't understand that the, the dream it's kind of like hypnotherapy. Once you're in there or meditate, there's a lot you can do. You know? There's a lot mm-hmm. that's going on or how to consciously use, you know, as a, as a tool or, you know, creative solutions or problem solving or awareness or healing. There's a lot of different um, uses for the different modalities. Um, mm-hmm. Norma, if you could speak to that with your background, maybe even some of the ways that you have used dreaming or lucid dreaming um, mm-hmm. that I think could right. be kind of helpful and interesting, I think, also. Yes, it's so you even have exciting. Nightmare Rewrite. Yeah, there's yeah, so much. Nightmare anyway. Rewrite. There's just what you're saying. I always say to people, you know, you probably are just at the tip of the iceberg of what you're able to experience in the dreaming and lucid dream realms because there's so much to explore. I've done this dream work with people all over the world. And what's interesting is that no matter where I was, Japan, South America, Europe, there seems to be a geography to the dream time that's in the human psyche that is common for people all over the world. This is amazing. So the dream time is is a real thing. There's a dimension, dimensions that we go to that have a similar geography. So... Nisha describes that in her various dreams in the book. You know, that there are places to go, and then one builds upon another and builds upon another. And so there are pictures of drums of shamans, like from the Sami culture in the north, uh, where the shamans drew the map of their dreamscape on the head of the drum and then kept building and building upon it. So, yes, there are places to go that we need to explore we're putting together the pieces of the puzzle of our lives and our generational lives. The dream time is equally important to exploring ordinary reality, right? There's navigations and sailing off into places in the dream time that we need to do just as much as we value traveling in ordinary reality. So there's tremendous healing that can take place because one of the reasons we need to go down in to our unconscious and into the dream time is because we need to explore our trauma wounds too, places where we've been hurt that have then caused us to go into defense patterns where we're um, doing things maybe that our parents did with us and we're not acting in the healthiest of ways. So by going down into the dream time, you're able to explore the shadow realms, right? See where Mm. you've been wounded and heal those patterns. So therefore, we won't misuse power in ordinary reality. So we've got to go into the dream time to heal the ways that we might tend to be too defensive, doing the wrong things, misusing power, perceiving things in error. So the healing that can take place by 
using the dream time that way, being open to the dream time is tremendous. We need it in order to be able to heal the ways that we act in the world. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. And I think all healing has to connect into that unconscious. We just cannot do it from the conscious only or the cognitive aspect. Mm -hmm. Um, What do you make also, Norma, of the, the idea, these archetypes that we live through or live out, and you see it in the dreams. There are archetypal right. imagery, right? And, and, they, and what you mentioned, it doesn't matter where you go to, there is a, a version of that. It doesn't matter yes. where, what culture, how far, 6,000 miles one way, 6,000 miles, it doesn't matter. <laughs> right? This imagery, um, or what, in this way right. of expressing, is... Yes. Yeah, what do you make of that? Well, Jung talked about the collective unconscious, right? Mm-hmm. And archetypes in the collective unconscious. So we do have this collective realm in our human psyches, and we're living out certain archetypes and healing certain archetypes. So mm-hmm. I believe that, you know, at a certain time on the planet, we're healing certain archetypes. So, for example, right now we're healing the baby king archetype (laughs) or the victim damsel in distress woman archetype or the manipulative wicked queen archetype you know there there are these archetypes that are in all of us that we've grown up with because we've been conditioned by our families in certain ways so as we heal these patterns in ourselves individually we are helping to heal that archetypal pattern. Don't you think that's true? Mm, I do, I do. And I, I love what you're saying. Like I was looking at it, the, um, also that ice queen or ice princess, the, uh, the cold, the detached, mm-hmm. that victim mm-hmm. abuser. The vi- yeah, these, um, mm-hmm. these are thousands of years old. You know, people talk of slavery. I always say, look, it's not 200 years ago. It's thousands. It's mm-hmm. we've been, our whole society. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you were a Sumerian, Egyptian, biblical, ancient Greece, biblical times. This archetype has been, you know, propagated and you know propagated and passed on. What do you think of this now? Where do you think we are with this shift? And do you see yes. the archetypes changing? Do you see the yes. healing? Yes, you do. I think okay. we're in a, I think we're in a jump time. Okay. We're in a leap time. We're in a time mm. of pattern shift, of a huge pattern shift. We, and we've got to make it quite rapidly in order for yeah. our survival and the earth's healing. So we are definitely in a time when we're working deeply, rapidly in the dream time to make this set of pattern shifts. And the, the Mayan calendar was talking about that. You know, they foresaw this time period when we would be leaving a whole era, they call it 5,600 years that have gone into this shaping of the patterns that we're living now are shifting right now. And we're going into what they called, they called it the golden era. Mm -hmm. A new time. Now we've heard of the Aquarian age coming too. So I'm very hopeful that we're going to make it and that Mm -hmm. we are Waking up, I love the name of your program, Awakenings, right? Because we are waking up as a yeah. humanity. 
through AI, mm-hmm. too, and through all of these technologies, too, which is part of the Aquarian Age. But we are waking up to our yeah. uh, power as consciousnesses that are one with God consciousness. But what we've got to do to use those powers correctly is heal the shadow wounds, just like yeah. you're saying. Yeah, got to heal that. lineages of the wounded ways of acting so that as we come yeah. into this tremendous era of awakened consciousness, that we're moving as one, the power of moving as one in this um, era of love, you know, of tremendous, the truth of our interbeingness in love is what the prophecies of the Mayans and many have foreseen. Yeah, I'm a Kali Yuga, and I can't think of it because it's, it's hard to pronounce. I never because we're in yes. the Kali Yuga, the destruction. Right. But then right. we go into that building up in golden era. But of course, with destruction, yes. you know, out of chaos comes new order, confusion, new creativity. Yes. We are building at the same time. I gave yes. the analogy mm-hmm. the other day in a workshop. I said, "Look, it's like." driving one car in your garage while another car in your garage is coming out. I said, that's where we're at. You know, it's like, and it's a two-car garage. You can do it, but it is going to take some maneuvering. Um, right? Yeah, and so yeah, I... Yeah, a good metaphor. I, right? I, I'm kind of seeing this, um, and Misha, maybe you can even uh, kind of speak to this for those that are listening right now, where to begin? Because I do feel the mystical, the, the, the only way out of this, especially if you look at the astrology, you know, Saturn and Neptune, um, mm-hmm. or Saturn and Pisces and Neptune and Pisces, especially Neptune and Pisces is going to be there for a, you know, a long time and Pluto going into Aquarius. You know, there's just a lot that is focusing on the mystical you know, anchored mm-hmm. and grounded, obviously, but it is going to be the mystical part of life, the spirit realm, spirit, reading the signs more and more and mm-hmm. more, because that is the way of the soul, that that's going to be more the way rather than, oh, I learned this technique, you know, in school, or I graduated with this degree, and this is how you do this. It's like, well, no, the landscape's changed, <laughs> you know, you got to, the map yeah. isn't working. So what would you say, some practical ways or tools for people to tap into this realm and maybe understand this realm more or use this realm more? Absolutely, yes. Right? Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a great question and a great point is that we are moving into a time where we're being called to more and more mystical experiences. And obviously there's cycles and there have been many times in history too where people were more in tune with the mystical realms. But that's why lucid dreaming, and like you all were talking about earlier too, the importance of more and more dreamers, the importance of more and more lucid dreamers on our planet is so relevant right now because truly, you know, um, if you've had a lucid dream, you probably have felt that profound connection with non-ordinary reality, with the, the non-mundane world, but that mystical space. And being able to have the gnosis, the direct experience of it, you know, like you were saying, you can learn about it in school, you can read about it in books, but when you have that direct lived experience, it really clicks in how us as humans have access to so much more than we might be aware of just on the day-to-day in ordinary reality. And so you're able to see 
and then have eyes for in ordinary reality to the synchronicities, the signs, really highly attuned more with your inner guidance when you're having these experiences in the dream realm of being lucid, of having full awareness, um, and of being able to, like you all were talking about earlier too, work with these archetypes directly in the dream realms. I mean, that's a whole section of the cards talks about the different archetypes that you may encounter, like being able to speak directly with your inner child or directly with your higher self. And whereas you can do that from a meditation in waking reality um, or imagining it, when you're in a lucid dream, you know how it is to be in a dream. You're really there. And so you're really having this direct um, questioning and seeking guidance, say, hey, I want to talk to my higher self and see what my purpose is right now. Well, you can in a lucid dream be like, higher self, please come to me, and then you'll see them in front of you. And it's just such a profound experience to have that. Um, also, working with nightmares, you know, that's a big part. And that's a big part of what gets people interested in lucid dreaming, too, is if they have recurring nightmares or frequent nightmares, and the dream time has become this scary realm for them, this realm of aversion and not wanting to even go there because it is so challenging. Well, with lucid dreaming, you're able to become aware that it is a dream and therefore that diffuses the fear. You realize that nothing can hurt you in the dream realm. There is no death in the dream realm. And so then say the monster that's been chasing you, you can turn to face that monster and there's different ways that you can interact with it once you have lucidity. You can, and if you need to, sometimes just be like, I don't want to deal with you anymore. I'm going to fly up and away, and that can feel really powerful. Or you can say, hey, what message are you trying to bring to me? Why, who are you? Why are you coming to me in this way? And have a conversation. Or even just practice having really strong boundaries where you say, you know what? You're not welcome here, and you, like, give a fiery ring around you even in the lucid realm, and all of that can feel so empowering and have such a profound shift both in your dream time as well as then in waking reality because that carries through. Um, and like my mom talks about too, then doing your shadow work in ordinary reality to work through it deeper on a deeper level too, having that combined with the lucid dreaming is so amazing. Um, and so to answer your question too about the practical things, you know, lucid dreaming is a practice. And just like any other skill, it takes practice. And so what it takes is doing the daytime practices of performing state checks, which are actions you can take. One that a lot of people know is looking at your hands and flipping them back and forth. And if it stays your regular hand, you know you're awake. <laughs> but if it changes, because in the dream time, your hand often doesn't stay the shape that it is, then you know you're dreaming and you'll become lucid. Another one is jumping up in the air. If you float, you're definitely dreaming. If you come back to the ground with gravity like you normally would, you're awake. So what you're doing is when you're performing these state checks in waking reality, you're training your mind to constantly be questioning if you could be dreaming or if you're really awake. And that is the key to lucid dreaming is cultivating that questioning mind so that then eventually you will inevitably carry it over into your dream state. You'll be dreaming Something will be kind of strange or off. You'll think, could I be dreaming? Do a state check. And when you do that state check, because you are in the dream, it will show you like you jump up in the air and you start flying and you say, aha, I am dreaming. And then you have lucidity. 
So two-parter here two, uh, for either of you or both of you. One is um, a lot of people have been dreaming more or aware of their dreams, uh, I guess is more aptly put, and feeling that dream state and kind of being lulled in. I'm getting you know clients, the workshops, people calling in. They're saying, I'm remembering my dreams, or they're saying, I'm dreaming more. And the other thing that I recently noticed that I want to get your take on is that, you know, I'm forever a big dreamer. In fact, one of my teachers said, uh, Beverly Martin in, in uh, London, I have this rich inner life. A, l- a lot of times I'd rather be in the dream state, you know, lucid dreaming, <laughs> traveling and astro- than waking, you know. Um, so... But recently, I noticed, it, and I just got it just kind of intuitively from my inner guidance, my higher self, work more consciously with this instead of just visiting and lucid dream and travels and this and that. I've been, I've know, I've been more present with what's going on and bringing it, you know, consciously into the waking state and back and forth. Unbeknownst to my ego self, my pers- I, I, I don't know why, but I've just been guided. And today, this morning, when I went on my walk and I was doing my voice recording, and I stopped and I went, oh, I'm different somehow. Something's different. And I, just in my m- mind, I said, it's the dreaming. It's the lucid dreaming. And I, something's changed. Certain things that bothered me aren't bothering me as much or at all. A certain level of confidence in a certain area I was something I was struggling with, and I thought, I, I don't know how or why, but I'm attributing to the dream work. Okay, what are your thoughts? Does that make sense? Totally makes sense. But, um, the dream work is your presence to your unconscious healing you, because at night, everyone's unconscious, and, you know, the presence of higher power there with us is healing us. So it just makes sense that the more you're paying attention to your dreams and honoring them, the more the healing is taking place. Now, you, you've always been a dreamer and been having that happen, but what I also hear you saying is that there's a, a quickening happening right now, mm, that there's okay. something that's happening that we are feeling an infusion of, of help too. Maybe many, many of us are feeling that right now. I've been feeling it too. So I just want to affirm that I think that they are reaching out to us as much as we are knowing that we must pay attention more. Um, There's a way of integrating uh, things that come up from our dreams in our ordinary reality life that I also hear you referring to. So you've been telling yourself, you know, pay attention, be more conscious, work with us in ordinary reality more. And so that's what we have to do. You know, we have to heal in our dream time and and by going into our unconscious through meditating too and through uh, uh, doing our shadow work, consciously healing our trauma wounds, all of that work that goes on to then be changing the patterns in our ordinary reality life, you know? It's not just a frivolous thing to do the dream work. Yeah. Like you're saying, it's it's a important part of changing our ordinary reality. 
So part of what I'm mm-hmm. hearing you say also, if I may, it sounds like, and you said that reaching into that spirit realm or the unconscious through this modality or this approach, this tool, this function that we have within us, not only needed and necessary, but I feel like the call is there to do that. And that's where we meet that deeper healing. That's that possibility. And then, like you said, you know, working with it, bringing it into that that waking state. Um, it seems, and I don't know if there's because there's more people dreaming or the time or the veil. I mean, I guess there could be a lot of different ways, but reasons. But it seems like it's more not only needed and necessary, but more prevalent right now and more accessible right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I've really felt that in my own dreaming practice as well as talking to others and seeing how there is this shift, like you all were talking about earlier, that it's really happening where more and more people are remembering and deeply feeling their dreams and seeing the insights contained within them And even like, you know, looking back on a dream they had a few weeks ago and being like, wow, that was really a premonition of what was happening or what's going to be happening right now, you know, and seeing how there is more and more of this link up between the dream time and ordinary reality where the two are uh, intermingling and informing one another. And it really feels like, like this is a time when that's happening on a quickening and more worldwide level. Right, because we have to come to trust, we've got to come to trust our inner guidance system, I call it, you know. So many people have a hard time making decisions or are confused about where they're going. And I know you help people a lot with that, Michelle. You know, you're helping them to tune in to their inner guidance system. So that's what the dreams are there to help us with, that we all do have an inner guidance system. I say that we have an inner I-thou relationship. When you go into the mm-hmm. dreams, you're not alone there. Mm. You, know, you, you, you meet mm-hmm. up with this other part of you that is a yeah. guide, that is a higher power. And in the drumming journeys, you meet up with it in the form of a power yes. animal, which cultures all over the world have admitted and honored that these animals are there to help us they're a little lower than the angels, and they're they're there to help guide us. So we have this inner I-thou relationship that Nisha and I are always talking to people about. You've got to strengthen this inner relationship. Oh. It's an intimate relationship that does help and help us to trust that the universe is loving and is guiding us. <clears throat> I love you saying this because this is a big concern and question I get all the time and I'm and I always say listen your higher self or higher power is not ever sleeping just because you right. have to sleep or you think <laughs> mm-hmm. you're procrastinating it's getting things done and because people are worried well, I'm not doing enough I'm not you know I couldn't do this I couldn't do that and I'm like okay but you're that part of you knows what you want <laughs> it's getting mm-hmm. exactly right so, but I think right? you hit on right? something the connecting to that part I feel what you just said. I've got just confirmation goosebumps all over my arms. I think what you said is just so important, right? We have to connect with that part of us more and more and more. I think that is the that is key. 
we can't do it from mm-hmm. that other, re, you know, denser reality. Um, yes, it is yeah. key. And um, you have to come, I say, you have to become trustworthy to yourself. Yeah. So if people are, you know, um, well, you know, taking a lot of uh, chemicals or things that might numb them out or even go yeah. into altered states uh, misguidedly or too frequently, you've got to come into balance within yourself so that you are um, psychonavigating these realms with responsibility and uh, tuning into the guidance of this higher power because it's there to guide us, like you're saying. You know, we are not alone. It is no. there to guide us and to help us each step of the way. Well, i got to mm-hmm. have you back on for that conversation, too, because I feel a lot okay. of people get misguided, and that opens interesting doorways that are not always accurate or easily navigatable with the dependence on the... Um, you know what, our next book, Michelle, we just are in a contract for our next book, with, which is on psychonavigation. So have us back mm. and we can talk about that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. I think all, yeah, tapping into these realms and using it, and, and ever since the beginning of whatever we want to call time, this is what people do to, to navigate. You know, whether yes. it's a dreamer, an oracle, a, you know, yes. prophet, a trend reader, if you want to call it now, they read the trends, a futurist. Mm-hmm. Um, people are navigating what's what you can't see, but you get a hunch or feel, you know, whatever you want. The stock market does that, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, you too, I could go on and on and on. Mm-hmm. I'm so thankful that you were able to come on and share. I, I feel like I'm fanning out here because I've been diving into your book and your cards and just um, thinking, wow, finally, something that really taps into this realm is, and is really usable uh, oh, is, is here. Yeah, so thank you for being here. Let us know, uh, obviously in the description box of this episode, there is ways to get in touch with you, but those that are just only going to be listening to the audio cast, um, anything you want to share or how people can get in touch with you, the availability of the book and the oracle cards, anything you want to let us know. Definitely, yes. Um, Well, the book and oracle cards are available Everywhere books are sold, so Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Um, you can request them at your local bookstore and also, yeah, just online. And then we also have an Instagram. It's the same name as the book, at Lucid Dreaming, Lucid Living. And there we post regular content, information about lucid dreaming, what we're up to, all of that, um, as well as just guidance and how to navigate these realms. So that's a great thing to follow for daily and regular hits of information. And then we're getting ready to launch two classes right now, two online classes. One of them is a Dream 101 class where it's really helping people and taking them through the steps of being able to remember their dreams, connect with the dream time, preparing to lucid dream, and understanding how to interpret your dreams, all of that. And then we're launching a huge master class on lucid dreaming where it's going to delve really deeply into the practice of lucid dreaming, into how to get to the advanced spaces within lucid dreaming, 
Um, and also working with, again, like these nightmare energies, working with your animal guides, working with drumming journeys. So that is going to be a huge masterclass. It's launching soon, too. So if you go to our website, lucidreamingluciliving.com, then you can find out more about that, get on the wait list for the class, and also on our website, there's a link to purchase the book and deck as well. And you can go to normaburton.com to find out about my deep shadow work process too. So lucidreamingluciliving.com and normaburton.com. Perfect. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I already look forward to having you back on again. <laughs> Thank you so to much. It's been thrilling to talk with you. Right? We're oh, still on the same wavelength. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for being here. And take good Thank care. Thank you. Bye-bye so bye bye now. <laughs> bye bye. All right, Soul Lights, uh, further info is in the description box. Um, if you have any questions about um, Norma and Nisha and their work and their recent book, um, you can go to their website, and all that is in the description box um, below. And I have been, you know, you've been lis- regular listeners to me. I don't kind of hype or talk about a lot of books because um, we get so many here. But this one I really can say is, I think, I don't even care if you're a reader or just interested in dreams, it's really beneficial. And I think tapping in through the dreamscape, into the dreamscape, whether lucid dreaming um, or using the meditative state, you know, to have a good foundation to tap into that, it's kind of crucial for where we're going uh, and, and definitely where we are, but what we're what we're creating, you know, a lot of our direction comes from our dreams. It's a soul through the unconscious or subconscious. The the messaging uh, comes a lot in the dream state. All right, so lights again. Thank you all that left on Spotify and Apple uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, iTunes, those five stars. I really really appreciate your reviews your appreciation comments, and um, you taking the time to do that. If you want to connect with me further, uh, you can on Patreon, Soul Insights and Tarot, as well as um, Awakenings with Michelle Mache podcast on iTunes and also Instagram. If you have any questions, um, need any clarification, or you want anything answered online, or you have topic suggestions or guest suggestions, please email awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. All right, as always, continue to shine your light, share your insights, and of course, keep awake. Awakenings broadcasts every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake.